The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. everybody to another edition of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Monday, August 12th edition. We have an eight-game slate on tap tonight, and it is woefully, woefully ugly. Um, hope everybody had a great weekend. We are back with another week of baseball action about halfway through August. We've got about six weeks or so left of the regular season, and we got to get in and cash as much as we can. But get ready for football as well. And the Quant Edge has you covered. They crushed it. Preseason has been just straight fire. Elliot and the boys are getting it done over there. The tools are getting ramped up. The member Discord is just on fire. So much going on over there at thequantedge.com. I highly recommend joining if you want to take NFL DFS to the next level this year. And you can do so for $149.99 for the whole season. When you use promo code Bubba, you get the rest of MLB free. So I highly recommend checking out thequantedge.com. Promo code Bubba. Gets you the rest of MLB free when you buy NFL for $149.99. All right, tonight's eight-game slate. We have seven of the eight totals. Six of those seven totals are nine and a half or higher. Four of them are ten or higher. It is wild. Baltimore Yankees waiting on that one. It's game two of a double dip, so lineups could be interesting. But uh, the Orioles are going with an opener and then likely Gabriel Yanoa. Reds at Nationals, ten. Rangers at Blue Jays, ten and a half. Red Sox at Indians, 10. Astros at White Sox, 9.5. D-backs, Rockies, 14. Pirates, Angels, 9.5. Rays, Padres, 8.5. And, and also, to make matters worse, potentially our best pitcher, I have it as our best pitcher on the slate, there's Houston at Chicago, 45 to 50% chances of rain. Let's hope that clo- uh, that clears up. Otherwise, it just gets makes this slate get even crazier. Let's talk about those pitchers on this slate. The top guy I'm talking about, Zach Granke, 10-7 at the Chicago White Sox. His first start with the Astros did not go quite as planned. Six innings, seven hits, five earned. Only two Ks against the Rockies in Houston. But prior to that, 18-3, 18-5, 25, a 10, a 35, 28. Dude's been absolutely electric this season. Um, has not faced Chicago this year. He's actually even better on the road than at home for the most part. You get a White Sox team that he can definitely take advantage of. They, t- they strike out 25.5% of the time versus right-handed pitching. He's a minus 240 road favorite, which is pretty darn crazy. When you look at the White Sox, 3-6 total. Lefty's 274. Righty's 284. 
And the White Sox already strike out a bunch, like we mentioned, but a 303 Woba, 147 ISO. Granky very, very much in play, my top option on the slate. Just below Granky would have been a great pivot if Granky plays is Joey Lucas. He up to $10,000. Really sucks having a price this high, but massive home road splits on the season. Home 270 RA, 19 DK points per start. Road 615 ERA, 11.3 DK points per start. Uh, he gets a, blue, or a, a Tampa Bay team with no DH. They strike out 22% of the time versus lefties. Lucchese, 23% carry, almost 48% ground ball rate. And he got a Tampa team with a team total of four. Lefties, 242. Righties, 332. And the Rays have a 316 low, which is okay, but a 167 ISO versus lefties. Not quite ideal. So Lucchese's a very good pivot off of Zach Granke. I don't like paying 10K for Lucchese, but in a vacuum on the slate we have here, he's in play. So I got Granke 1, Lucchese 2 up top. When we drop down a little farther, Mitch Keller making his return to the Pirates. He's been really good since his last demotion. Uh, 365 ERA, 67 Ks to 15 walks over his last 10 starts in AAA. Uh, he, he had a very rough go when he made his debut with the club earlier this year. But prior to that, you know, he's one of their top prospects in the minors. Really good spot here against the Angels. The Angels are a good offense, and it's in Anaheim, which sucks. And they don't strike out a ton. They strike out, well, they're up to 21.5, almost 22% now, which is nice. Uh, Keller had a 25% K rate, just gave him a ton of fly balls in his first go-around. That was the kind of big hiccup there. The Angels have a team total just above 5. Lefties 345, righties 369 in that short sample the first time through. And the Angels have a 330 well, but a 197 ISO versus righties, which is outstanding. So this slate, you're going to have to just plant flags because it's ugly. Like kind of what I'm saying. So you can definitely look at Keller as an option. Another option that is very, very terrifying, but on the road is much better than at home for Ariel Gerardo. A 4 ERA at home or on the road compared to 5-6 on the uh, at home. Last road start at Cleveland, 18.8. At Oakland, 22.8. Then some nastiness uh, before that. So with Gerardo, it's just about anything can happen. But it is $6,800 on a slate like this. And Toronto strikes out over 25% of the time. Gerardo, 17% K rate, 45% ground ball rate. So that's all fine and dandy. You're hoping for, you know, just give me a quality start. Give me five or six innings, three or four runs, six plus strikeouts. You'll be sitting pretty. Uh, Toronto's got a 5.5 team total. Lefty's 334, righty's 350. So... It's not a given by any means, but it's definitely an option. I have Gerardo 1, Keller 2. That's just price point alone. Strikeout upside with Toronto. Now, if you just want to go full YOLO, this is probably what I'll be doing. I have a feeling that many people will recommend it today. You have three guys at $4,000. Two of them are in play for me tonight. You have Brock Stewart making his second uh, appearance after an opener for the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, he made his first one. His last start at Tampa, four innings, two hits, no earned, two walks, three Ks for 16 points. 16 would be absolutely amazing. Are you expecting 16? No. But for $4,000 for a guy that could possibly go four-plus innings against a Texas Rangers team that strikes out 24% of the time versus right-handed pitching, sign me up as an option here. Uh, Texas has a team total of five. It's middle of the pack. It's lower than Mitch Keller, than Gerardo, and others. Um they had lefties 333, righties 355 versus Brock. It's been very low sample size. But for 4K with that strikeout upside, not too shabby. The other guy, and this might be the better play, but I like the upside for Stewart more, is Austin Pruitt at $4,000 for the Tampa Bay Rays. He's coming in after the opener 
Pruitt's got like 5.3, 13.9, 6.4, 11.8. He's got definite potential against a Padres team that you know you have some swing and miss against. Um, he's not on the list here. But we know they um, there is upside against the Padres team. You know, uh, they strike out 20, almost 27% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Uh, 307 Wolben, a 178 ISO versus righties. So that, that's big upside there. The reason why um, Pruitt concerns me a little more is there's no designated hitter. So when his spot comes through the order, he might get pinch hit for. So instead of going four to five innings, he might go two, maybe three, based on when his spot in the order comes in. So that's the big problem. Will they let Brock, uh, Will they let Austin Pruitt hit or not? That's the question. Because Diego Castillo's opening, Diego hasn't gone more than one inning in any of his opening appearances. If Diego were to go two... And the Tampa Bay lineup goes through their order because they get leadoffs through three innings. They'll flip the lineup. Then uh, Pruitt's upside's tremendous. We won't know that. And it's a, it's a late night, uh, 10 Eastern, 7 Pacific game. So now you're kind of in a difficult spot here. So I got Brock Stewart 1 for that reason alone. Pruitt 2. Pruitt has the better situation. I'll say that. He's got the better situation for sure. But the concern about pinch hitting and getting limited action is the tough part for me. So recapping your pitching on this ugly eight-gamer. Granke up top, Lucchese number two. In the middle, Gerardo, Mitch Keller. Down below, I got Stewart one, Pruitt two. Both both definite 4K options. Both just punt and get all the bats in the world. No problem at all. So it's uh, going to be a wild one out there on the streets of DraftKings. Let's see where all these bats are coming from on this eight-game slate. Uh, you're in Coors. you got Carson Kelly who's been crushing. He's 5200 bucks. I can't get there, but he's there. I'd rather save 700 and go to Gary Sanchez against Eshelman. The Yankees have just destroyed the Baltimore Orioles this season. We know this. Uh, Gary's definitely GPP only. But 4500 bucks against Eshelman and then the Yanoa of uh, Baltimore is absolutely outstanding. So keep an eye on the Sanchez at 4500 uh, When you slide on down, though, maybe Roman gets the start for the Yankees. He's 39 He'd be worth the look for you. Um we got Chance Cisco versus some of the Yankees guys at 36. He's an option for you on a slate like this. If Kyle Farmer cracks the lineup for the Reds, 5, 14, 10 in his last three, he's facing Eric Fede tonight at 3,400. He becomes a little bit of a value for you. Same with Tucker Barnhart at 33. Two good, two, two okay values there on the uh, Red side of things. Uh, Danny Jansen, if you're not using Ariel Gerardo, Jansen uh, went deep two games ago, 4-18-5 in his last three. A couple zeros in a 24-11. and 11. In a GPP at 31, he's got some upside against Ariel Gerardo and the rest of the Texas uh, pitching staff. You can definitely pick on that. Then other than that, you're just going full punts. Uh, Elias Diaz against Suarez at 27 is an option. Martin Maldonado at 26 for Dylan Cease is an option. It's, it's just rough down here in the mean streets. Uh, Jeff Mathis at 2K. Not a bad punt. Same with uh, maybe Stassi of the Angels. If he gets a start, he's 2K. A decent punt as well if you want to go that direction. Head over to first base. You got the likes of Danny Santana at 5K, which is okay. But you got Christian Walker and Coors at 49. That's got big upside. You got Yuli Gurriel who's heating up. And then Jose Osuna, I mentioned him, I believe, Thursday or Friday or both. Uh, he's getting that everyday playing time. He's really getting it going consistently at the dish. Uh, facing the lefty Suarez. When you look at Pittsburgh, their team total is only 4.4, but lefty's 259, righty's 351 off Jose Suarez. Osuna's always been a guy that hits lefties very, very well. 
Um, right now he's hitting lefties and righties. He's getting a lot of playing time in the outfield and the infield. He's first base, third base eligible for the Pittsburgh Pirates. He's averaging 7.4 over his last 10. Uh, if you look at the numbers, those like 0, 3, 5, 3, 12, 9, 21. I was really putting it together. He's 4,600 if you're in a stack Pittsburgh. Otherwise, leave him alone. Um, you got the likes of, you know, Mancini's okay. I don't hate it. But, like, um, Mitchie Tubax, Mitch Moreland, 4,100. He's been kind of quiet since his return from the IL. He's averaging six over his last 10. Uh, went deep uh, on Friday for 23 DK points. Gets police sack tonight for 4,100 bucks. He's an okay play. For the most part, you're... Your first base options, you're paying up, or you're just going to come down here and punt down below with the likes of, say, a Matt Adams for Steve Scafani at 39 and Eric Hosmer for 39. You're looking at stuff like that. I like Joey Votto at 38 because Eric Fede, he's had good starts here and there. But if you really look at Fede, and Votto's got seven or more points in three straight, he's very, very hittable. Uh, Cincinnati's got a team total just below five. Lefty's 386, righty's 355 off Fede. So if you want to save some cash, Joey Votto at, at uh, 38 definitely stands out. As a pretty solid option on this slate. Um, if Mike Ford cracks the lineup for the Yankees, he's 37. That's a good GPP play because it's just boomer bust, home runner bust for a guy like Ford. So you can look at him and his matchup. Uh, Justin Smokes down to 34. He's been really bad, but if he cracks the lineup, that's that's a decent punt. Yonzer Alonso, if he cracks the lineup for Colorado at 34, he'd be an okay punt. Same with Matt Thice of the Angels at 34. She has some guys down here. You can take a peek at if you need to. Second base, Cattell Marte at 55 and Coors is outstanding. Lambert is bad. Arizona's got a 6.9 team total. Nice. Lefty's 374. Righty's 299. So uh, everyone's going to want to go to Colorado versus Merrill Kelly. And they have a 7.1 total and justifiably so. But uh, Peter Lambert's been very, very bad. In Arizona, like a Cattell Marte at 58. Eduardo Escobar at 53. Marte's second base outfield eligible. Escobar second base, third base. So you can get them both in the lineup. Both phenomenal plays if you got the cash to do so. Jose Altuve in a GPP at 49. Dylan Cease has been good. Altuve has been better. So uh, in a GPP, you can go there. Johnny VR at 47. Very good look. Two uh, stolen bases yesterday. He's averaging over 12 in his last 10. 23 points last night. A couple sevens. And then 15, 34, 4, 21. He's getting on and running like crazy these days. So good GPP play at 47. It'll go super low on tonight with the focus on Colorado. Uh, Ryan McMahon, only 4200 bucks in Coors against uh, Merrill Kelly is a phenomenal play. That is a really, really good play at 4200 bucks. Not sure exactly what DraftKings is going with there. 11-9 and nine in his last two at San Diego. Uh, you know, typical road woes for uh, McMahon, but you get him at home and the balls start flying, especially against a guy like Merrill Kelly. So 4200 bucks is a great deal for you there. If you're stacking the D-backs, Ildemaro Vargas... He hasn't been starting lately, so don't even worry about him. He's back to just DHing or uh, pinch hitting. I mean, not bad there. But Kevin Bijou at 4K, really good play versus Gerardo. Bijou averaging eight over his last 10. He got quiet here against the Yanks, 0 5 2 4. But prior to that, was crushing it on the road. So Bijou at 4K versus Gerardo and company. Definite upside there in that matchup. Rudin Odor, only 38 versus. Uh, Ramirez in the opener situation there in Texas is very, very solid price point-wise as well. So a couple nice values at second base. Like, you could go crazy and, and, and pay up for two pitchers, like a Lucchese and a Granke, and play the value game if you want. No one will do that. Hopefully, Granke doesn't get rained out. But those are a couple options. Brock Holt's only 3,200. Brian Dozier's only 3,200. 
If Garrett Hampson gets to start in Coors, he's 3,200. So definite options down below as well. Third base, again, Eduardo Escobar at 55 is a great play. Arenado at 54 is very solid as well. Personally, I would rather have uh, Escobar at 55 than Arenado at 54. If you just want to go back to our old reliable, you can go to Rafael Devers. A little quiet of late, only averaging about 8 points his last 10. But over the weekend, a 10 and a 21 in back-to-back games to kind of get the ball rolling again. He's 53 versus Zach Plesak. Plesak's been good this year. But lefty's hitting 311, righty's 345. And it's the Boston Red Sox. And most importantly, it's Rafael Devers at 5300 bucks. I still prefer Escobar out of that whole group of above 5K. You could give Alex Bregman a look. He's averaging almost 15 in his last 10. 8, 32, 9, 22, 14, 12, 15 of late. Really, really swinging a hot stick. Dylan Cease, again, good pitcher. Controls a major issue. If his pitch count goes up high, you get to that White Sox bullpen faster. And then the rails really come off the train. Houston's got a 5.9 total. It's third highest on the slate. It's the highest outside of Colorado. Lefty's 344. Righty's 316. The biggest thing is watch the rain there. Like I mentioned, right now we're looking at 45 to 50% chances. Maybe that clears. Maybe it goes north-south. Doesn't hit the stadium. Who knows? But at uh, 5.15 a.m. Pacific time, that's where we sit on that one. You got Gio Rochella at 5K. That's okay. I'd rather go to Bregman at 51 or go all the way up to Escobar if I'm paying this much at the position. You could look at Yuli Gurriel at 47 to save a few ducats if you choose. Uh, Jake Lamb and Coors at only 43 first base, third base is, is really good for GPPs. Lamb's been like quiet. Um, 0, 5, and 7, 0, 20, 2, 2 uh, over his last starts. It's been really, really bleak. But uh, in Coors at 43, you can look there. Or you go to Vladito at 42. Against Ariel Gerardo, Vlad's averaging 10 over his last 10. A goose egg. Oh, he only pitched hit yesterday. But 17, 2, and 5 in his last three starts. He's 4,200 versus Gerardo. That's got some upside for you as well. Uh, you got Manny Machado for only 4K. I'd rather have Vladdy or even probably Lamb and Coors. I'd take the gamble there if he gets the start. But when you slide down, a guy like Jace Peterson at 35 and a GPP if you need some value. Matt Theis at 34 again. Uh, Brandon Drury at 32 if he cracks the lineup. Uh, Riley Ruiz with the walk-off last night. He's 31. Uh, Matt Duffy at 31 if you need to go down cheap. There are a few options. I don't think you need to go that cheap tonight, but there's options if you need it. All right. Shortstop position. you got Trevor Story and Coors at 56. Very, very solid look there. Uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. not bad. I'd rather just get up to Trevor Story or go down to Bregman at 51. That's my two options for you there. Uh, you got Trey Turner at 49. He's averaging over 10 points his last 10. 5, 8, 19, 8, 20 over his last 5. Always does have that upside. The Nats will get overlooked tonight against DiScofani. DiScofani's been good. The Nats have a 5.1 team total. Lefty's 337. Righty's 275. DiScofani's been good. He could be a super GPP pitching option as well. But uh, you could look at Turner and the Nats at Turner 4,900. You got Bogarts. You got VR at 47 like we mentioned. But it's like... It's Story, it's Bregman, and then Carlos Correa is only 4,600. Averaging over 14 in his last 10, 21 and 24 in his last two in Baltimore. 0, 9, 25, 9, 10, 18, 7, 21. Got that average almost with 300 after spending so much time on the IL. Really good look there at 4,600 for Correa. You got Bo Bichette at 45 versus Gerardo. Really good look for you there. After his first couple offers back-to-back, he uh, went two for four. Yesterday against the Yanks, he's still putting up at least four points or more in every start he's been in this year. Very productive with tremendous upside at 4,500. 
good look versus Gerardo. Uh, you get a cheap one door against Eduardo Rodriguez if you choose to go there, but I'd rather go to like Didi Gregorius at 41. Didi's been super quiet. The upside's going to come like a 0, a 3, a 5, but then 10, 14. The upside's there. The price point's been low. He's due for a biggie at 4,100 against a Baltimore team, which is just dreadful. So don't forget Didi if you're looking for some savings at the position. When you drop below 4K, though, like a Freddie Galvis at 38 has some upside as he's been streaking of late. And then other than that, you could look at Willie Adamas. I respect the Casey, but Adamas is there. Ryan Goings at 3K versus Granky, but it's just a punt. Jose Peraza at 29 is not a bad punt at all. Yet uh, Jose Iglesias down here as well. Heading to the outfield, you got Charlie Blackman at 57 and Coors outstanding. Your Jordan Alvarez at 56 coming off that triple dong weekend. Really good look for Jordan against Dylan Cease. I'd rather have Blackman, but Jordan's a great play. And I could tell Marte at 55 was outstanding as well. Uh, you got Just Dongs Martinez. Mike Trout's only 5,400. He's the two, four, fifth guy down the list. That's a phenomenal play. Mike Trout getting that kind of disrespect is great. And you got Mike Talkman, the next Mike. Which one's better, Trout or Talkman? Kidding, kidding. But uh, Talkman at 53 against Baltimore is a great play as well. Uh, Trout's. Trout's getting buried here. That's a that's a sin, DraftKings. Don't do that. That's a great play. Dropping down farther, George Springer not bad at 52. Got Mookie Betts at 5K. Juan Soto left yesterday. He's day-to-day. Keep an eye on that one. Uh, when you go down farther, like David Peralta at 4,900 in Coors is a great price point. He should be higher than that. That's a really good look. Starling Marte at 48. He hits lefties phenomenally. You got Suarez out there. We mentioned Pittsburgh. Only a 4.14 total left. He's 259, but right, he's 351 in this small sample. So Starling Marte at 48, definitely in play for you there. You can look at Cam Maben at 45 or Brett Gardner at 45 if you need to get a little different. Adam Jones and Coors at only 45 is a great play as well. D-backs get no respect in Coors Field against Peter Lambert. I like that quite a bit tonight. Um, Aristis Aquino at only 44 versus Eric Fede. Aquino just been destroying baseball after baseball after baseball. Like they, they did something mean to him. 7, 44, 16, 23, 22, 7, 5, 23. He's 4,400 tonight against Fetty. Really good spot for you there with Aquino. Going on down, you got guys like Shoei Otani at 43 is not bad. Uh, Anthony Santander at 42 is not bad at all at that for a GPP at that price point. Uh, since you Chu at only 41 went deep yesterday. He's definitely worth a look for you. Rymel Tapia, if he gets to start in Coors, only 4,100. Good savings in that matchup. If you keep sliding on down, you got guys like um, Abasil Garcia versus a lefty at 4K and a GPP. You can look that direction. Nick Senzel at 39 versus Fetty for some value. Randall Gritchick at 38 has been crushing. Average about 9 in his last 10. A couple zeros the last two games, but a 16, a 0, a 16, a 10, an 8, a 20. A 0-19. Good GPP upside with Gritchick, who now has 20 ding-dongs on the season. So you got Gritchick at 38. You got Jesse Winker at 38. A couple of values for you there. Cole Calhoun went deep over the weekend. He's 3,800 against Keller. Good value in that matchup as well. Noba Mazzara at only 37. Josh Van Meter, second base outfit eligible at 37. Decent upside for you there. He's been kind of quiet after his red-hot start, but a, a 12 on Saturday, a 7 on Friday. Maybe he gets the train rolling again for Van Meter. Um, other than that, you know, Justin Upton's only 36. Josh Naylor, if he cracks the lineup, is 36. Uh, Eloy Jimenez at 35 versus Granky. Just look for some value down here as it will pop up when the lineups get released. All right, recapping your pitching. 
on this eight-game ugliness. Up top, Granke, then Lucchese. In the middle, Gerardo, then Keller. Down below, Brock Stewart, and then Austin Pruitt. When you're stacking it up, you can pretty much stack anywhere you want, but Coors will be the hot spot. I like Arizona over Colorado just for ownership reasons, both in phenomenal spots uh, in those matches. Arizona, cheaper price, hopefully better ownership. Houston versus Cease is great. The Yankees versus whoever Baltimore throws is a smash spot. So keep an eye on that one. Uh, you got the likes of um, the Angels versus Keller could be interesting. Uh, I mentioned the Nats versus DiScafani could be a little sneaky. You got that matchup, Texas and Toronto. The ball could fly out of there. So lots of, and then Cincinnati against Fetty. So that Washington and Cincinnati game could be a sneaky one. It's kind of a quiet one. Team total is, or the game total is 10. But uh, it's Michael overlooked with the Yankees, the Astros, and then Coors in play. That Washington Cincinnati game could be quite, quite sneaky. Looking at BVP on this slate, not expecting too much to jump out. Uh, John Jay somehow is 10 for 37 with two doubles off Granky. That's interesting. Other than that, there's nothing. There's nothing here on the um, the old BVP sheet. But that'll wrap us up for Quick Hits today. Monday edition in the books. Eight-game slate. Check us out in the Fantasy Sports DJ Slack chat. If you need some help there or join the quantedge.com. Get NFL for $149.99. Use promo code Bubba and get the rest of MLB for free. It's a great deal. Come check it out. They got the member Discord and all kinds of fun stuff there. If you give a rating and review on iTunes, I'd much appreciate it. We will be back tonight. With the always pressing PGA DFS podcast preview of the BMW Championship. We got Bubba on the Bat Flip episode four and much, much more. But until next time, this was MLB DFS Quickets, your Monday, August 12th edition. I'm out. <laughs>